0: Hey everybody, this is Mination and welcome to Modernizing Biz Podcast. This show is all about business, marketing, and entrepreneurship where I interview some of the greatest minds from around the globe who will share their experience with you. And that's how we're gonna help in modernizing your business for free. Uh, hey everyone, on this episode we have Pranav Sir. So, hi, sir. How are you doing? I'm very good, uh, Maneesh. How are you doing? I'm I'm really good. Uh, and, sir, I just wanted to know one thing. How are you coping up with this lockdown and everything?
1: See, actually, for me, lockdown was almost... Uh, I felt non-existent uh, in the lockdown. For the, lo- no, for the lockdown, because uh, we never had a problem. Uh, uh, me and my wife, we were together stuck at a one place but it was a very Mm -hmm. enjoyable place so uh, it was more of a vacation rather than much needed vacation i would say rather than (laughs) uh, rather than a lockdown for us
0: okay so before jumping into the question and answers uh, we all would like to know from you about your journey how you have built your own company ILS Wells from scratch and uh, one more thing, like what your life looked like before uh, all these things, what you have accomplished before launching your own brand.
1: So, Minesh, uh, life uh, has never been easy, and it is still not easy. I would say, uh, mm-hmm. success. I would success. According to me, is a uh, perception that uh, that is internal actually. Uh, so let me, mm-hmm. before before ILS Wealth, before what are the position I was I am in today, uh, if you mm-hmm. ask me from a perspective that where have I reached in three years? I have grown tremendously in last three years, no doubt about that. Since the time um, I, I started ILS Wealth in February 2017, that is when I started, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, in last three and, a half, uh, three and a half years, it has grown tremendously uh before that i was uh, for me there was another company that i was running which was called which is still called i interact i'm still mm-hmm. work with it part time uh, whenever my clients want me to work with them i do work with them at that point of time but uh, just to give you a quick difference in terms of what was mm-hmm. pre ils and what was post ils uh okay uh, i'll tell you why ils came into picture
0: Mm. Hmm.
1: Alice was I, Alice came into a picture where I wanted to transition from a service provider to a business owner. Uh, I'm gonna okay. for all the audience and for you, I'll I'll I'm gonna name a book here. The book is called yeah. Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. <laughs> it's an amazing yeah. book. Uh, it basically talks about what kind of, uh, I mean, you know, depending on which quadrant you are in, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of a level of wealth you will be able to generate, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh,
1: from that book, I probably figured out that, you know, the kind of business I am in, I thought I have had a business in terms of IronTrack, but honestly speaking, I was rather a service provider than a business owner at that point of time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to transition from Track to ILS, that was my goal so uh, okay. creating passive income for myself and others actually was a passion that i wanted it actually uh, came into as a passion to start with as a goal
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah uh, just to give a quick differentiation pre uh, pre ils uh, i was a service provider running pillar to post every single day to make money from a perspective mm-hmm. if i don't if i don't uh, get out of my house I don't make money in iron track, okay. but ILS, yeah. whenever I'm sleeping also, I'm still making, I'm generating wealth for myself and others as well. So that was the motive mm-hmm. behind that particular transaction.
0: Okay. And, uh, so has done
1: very well as of today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen that, like the foundation you have built and you have touched the point of a quadrant. So is it quadrant related to the business, uh, the job profession, and service provider. Even so I have four read this
1: quadrants. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there are four quadrants. One is obviously the employee. Number two is service yeah. provider. Number three is business owner. And number four is an investor. So honestly, I never, I've never been an employee ever. So uh, my perspective could be skewed a little bit. Coming from a business family mm-hmm. background. But I was never part of my business family uh, as such. Business that was a family business. Um, Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I always started my own thing. So this is my third venture in last uh, 17 years, right? So the first company I started was when I was 21 years old. Today I am 37. So uh, it's been Mm -hmm. a varied journey in last uh, 16, 17 years, right? So the second quadrant was Eintracht. When I was doing Eintracht, I was a service provider. I was a business acumen coach. So Mm -hmm. when you, I would go and, I would go and coach a lot of senior management, mid-level management, uh, you know, from top colleges, uh, IM, ISB, uh, you know, senior managers who are VP at some levels, CXOs at some level, you know, so that kind of a coaching I was part of. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, I always had a problem. Uh, Let's say if I want to send my junior associate on to train train someone, uh, Mm -hmm. I would never get paid. For very simple reason, they would say, Exactly. Because yeah. uh, they wanted to learn from me. They didn't want the my juniors uh, uh, from that. So it was very difficult for me to create a, my own replica in that training mm-hmm. business that I was running. Yeah. So uh, I was a service provider. Then I transitioned myself from the service provider directly to a business owner where, where I was highly uh, when I started ILS wealth uh, I was highly involved mm-hmm. in the day-to-day business I st- still am but I'm slowly transitioning myself from a business owner to a investor as of right now as we speak that's okay
0: goal. yeah yeah and sir even I have read one point of time that you've leaving to, uh, you have been living to you have been living in America doing some kind of uh, mm-hmm. professional job in an organization so can you uh, mm-hmm. touch a little bit about your experiences at that phase of life
1: so it was not a job it was my first company that i started which was uh, okay, blue stone was design so and advertising yeah. inc yes it was my mm-hmm. own venture only so i have been an entrepreneur since uh, from the first day i stepped out of college uh, yeah. i finished my bachelors just like you you finished your bba mm-hmm. i finished my yeah. bachelors in uh, 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 bachelors in computer science and mm-hmm. uh, um, i wasn't getting a job uh, I was looking for a job as a programmer, for a PHP programmer. That was I was good at, and I couldn't find a job. So okay. uh, me and one of my partners at that point of time decided to start a company, and it was a very thrilling experience in US because uh, that is one of the most hardest time I, in terms of hard work, I would ever say I did in my life. I'll tell you why those two and a half years. So I'm talking okay. about 2004 yeah. end. Uh, I mean, somewhere around two thousand five uh, uh, mm-hmm. till two thousand seven, uh, two thousand four to two thousand seven. I was mm-hmm. doing a full time MBA, working, uh, 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 going to classes in the evening, six to nine, and I would yeah. have my office hours in the morning, doing eight and uh, eight thirty in the morning till uh, six o'clock in the evening. So oh, I, man, from man. morning to evening, I would be in at work. From six to nine, I would be in class, and from I would it would take me till like. I would reach home by like 10.30 at night. I would be so tired. I would probably go to sleep. Wake up early mm-hmm. morning at probably 4 o'clock, 4.30, finish up my assignments for my MBA. Mm-hmm. Again, go to work. No weekends, no life, no nothing. But uh, wow. yeah, it was a very fulfilling experience that I Yeah, even I... My first company in MBA. <laughs> <laughs> and even I think that you
0: enjoy that part of your life a lot. And even when you think about that, that part of your life, you'll be like... Thank God I have lived those days. That's why I am here today at this particular position. Is it so?
1: I honestly speaking, I just question myself. How did you do it? i know i have done yeah. this but now when i look back and i say it to myself i'm like pranav i don't know how you did it <laughs> but it was yeah. done it, has, it is done
0: <laughs> okay so at that time you were an active earner and now you're a passive earner and as an investor so lifestyle is definitely going to be different from that phase <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah so uh, uh, since then versus today there i have realized mm-hmm. few things um uh, mm-hmm. i was never uh, i wouldn't say I was a. Uh, uh, I wouldn't consider myself a very great executioner. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a. Uh, it's a very sad thing to say right now uh, because you know being a three-time entrepreneur, if I tell you that I'm poor in Phenomenal. execution, that's not mm-hmm. a very good thing to say. But exactly, uh, Even I'm I can't relate to it. Or... With it. <laughs> you can't relate to it, but I'll, I'll explain what <laughs> I mean by that. Okay. Um, see, I believe into, uh, I strongly believe into applying your strengths and mm-hmm. delegating your weaknesses. That's what I strongly believe in. So okay. uh, the difference between my first two ventures, they were decently successful. But mm-hmm. uh, because I was, uh, I had problem, what should I call I had a problem executing on my own. I mean, I was a decent mm-hmm. executioner, but not a brilliant executioner. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the graph that I would say was not a, the growth was not exponential. The growth mm-hmm. was very slow, steady. My customers were happy. I was making decent money. Uh, there was no problems there. Uh, everything was hunky dory, no challenges, but, uh, I wouldn't con- consider myself successful in any form at that point of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. said that I'm a very, very, very good delegator. And I would rather delegate things to brilliant executioners and have Mm -hmm. them finish up things that I probably can't do. Now, obviously, Mm -hmm. like if you talk about tech today, I can't do tech today, even though I'm a programmer by training in 2003, 2004. If you ask me Mm -hmm. to program today, I can't program today. There's no way I can do and I can write programs today. I don't understand the languages now. Mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a brilliant delegator that's what i i, I personally feel so i uh, i know what things to delegate and i keep the most important things to myself which i know i'm very very good at
0: okay finance yeah, is one thing
1: strategy is one thing mm-hmm. that i'm brilliant at mm-hmm. so i keep okay, that to so... myself so that is one one area i'll keep it to myself but the execution i'll keep it, i'll leave it to others
0: so do you think that creating a plan from, uh, from your side is mandatory even in that case? Because it will going to happen the person who is executing will not uh, mm-hmm. perform with the zeal that you have, will not perform with the vision that you have. So how you
1: bridge that gap? The, that gap has to be bridged uh, mutually. It can't be a, a dictatorship or an uh, autocratic kind of a decision. Generally Mm -hmm. what we do is that uh, a plan is jointly created with the person who is supposed to be executing things. We sit on the table, we decide strategy obviously because I'm good at strategy to certain extent, a lot of my strategic inputs get uh, absorbed. So uh, Mm -hmm. we can say that 80% of the strategic inputs get absorbed and 20% probably we have debate on. So suddenly you have a team that is working. So, a strategy from my side executing uh, executing from the founder's side and wherever they are and yeah. whenever they get into trouble in any form then i'm always there to help them out on the strategy level on the finance level which i'm good at but other than that i leave okay. them open to do things that they are good at for example mm-hmm. i wouldn't consider myself a, a very good marketing professional I'm not a very good marketeer. That's not my strength, right? So I would mm. leave it to them to decide on all the marketing stuff they want to do. I'll give them suggestions, no doubt about that. But other than that, I will not be nitpicking onto it every single day. I hope that answers your mm. uh, question. Nice, yeah,
0: nice, nice. So, so the one thing that I wanted to ask, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of mm. college-going student who wanted to. Uh, jump into the business but they don't have any idea mm-hmm. they think like MBA is the only way to build a company so is it so even if uh, you even you are in that situation at the age of 21 22 so what do you learn from this and do you really think that without an MBA we can't build a company
1: Uh see there are two things uh, two separate things that you are you want to discuss on that I would love to discuss on is two parts to it one Is MBA a requirement? Question mark. Okay, that is one question. The second Mm -hmm. question is, uh, is MBA uh, a requirement for starting a company? And the second question would be that I personally would put it across is is MBA helpful? There are two different (laughs) things here. Yeah. So (laughs) let me answer you in a different way. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you ask if an MBA is required, I would say no. The -hmm. MBA... Is a degree which is not required, okay? But okay. let me ask you this: Who will it not be required for? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was starting my own company, I had I was luckily in my during uh, during my engineering courses. Luckily, I was in mm-hmm. US where I could take electives. Okay. Yeah. So I took accounting, accounting and business as electives at that point of time. Okay. okay so for me mm-hmm. debit credit uh, you know trial Energy. balances uh-huh. all those things was pretty uh, pretty straightforward managerial accounting you know mm-hmm. asset liabilities uh, you know revenue expense i was very very okay with those kind of terms okay, okay.
0: so yeah.
1: my uh, an mba is not required but knowledge about finances financial terms All that is very, very required. So even though you might not have an an, an MBA as an engineer, but you have to have the terms, uh, you have to have a know how of those terms, you need to learn accounting somehow.
0: You don't have to take an
1: MBA, but you need to learn accounting somehow, because that is the, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the base of a business to start with. So Mm -hmm. uh, MBA is not required, but I would say accounting knowledge is required. Mm. Handling accounts is okay. required. Handling money is required. Okay. Uh, number two, yeah. if, if somebody wants to jump right out of uh, engineering into a business, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. See, uh, what I believe is a business was successful uh, when you serve a need, uh, serve a need mm-hmm. of a customer. If you're fulfilling a need for a customer and if you can identify that need properly and if you can deliver value onto that need through your services or through your product Mm -hmm. or whatever way. Uh, If you want to buy, if somebody wants to buy uh, uh, headphones and if you Mm -hmm. can sell a headphone or manufacture a headphone and sell it to them, it doesn't matter. The business doesn't need too much of that kind of a thinking because you're delivering value to a customer. But yes, Mm -hmm. to run a, a business efficiently Knowledge of uh, business and knowledge of uh, accounts because that's the uh, uh, knowledge of finances. That's the blood of the business. If you have knowledge, Mm -hmm. it would it definitely helps. I would say that. Okay.
0: Yeah, and even we have observed that a lot of uh, college-going students have a brilliant idea of businesses. they they identify the problem in the market but now the problem come is the execution because right now what they are doing from the past 30 years just learning from the books and the like teachers and the all those traditional school model but when they jump into the real life business they identify we lack a practical skills and now they are not competing with the inter-school yeah uh, knowledge they are not now they are not competing with the inter-school under college they are comparing to some of the best players in the business world. So
1: how they can train themselves in this way? See, my suggestion, even though this would come contrary to my own life, I would say, but mm-hmm. uh, my always suggestion would be that uh, somebody who's getting out of college, uh, yeah. even though a job is not necessary, but it mm-hmm. can definitely, if somebody does, uh, if even if, if I want to become an entrepreneur, even if somebody wants to become an entrepreneur, if they do work under somebody for two years or three mm-hmm. years, I would say, to gain a perspective, they would accelerate their entrepreneurial journey rather than, okay. uh, you know, uh, I know it sounds cool that, okay, I jumped into business uh, right after college. But imagine mm-hmm. if I was uh, the first three years that I was... Uh, running on I mean you know learning on the go Uh, Mm -hmm. the same mentor who mentored me in 2014-2015 to start ILS if he would have mentored at me uh, mentored me at that point of time in 2000 uh, in I am talking about 2004 my life would have been very very different today I'm not saying it is bad today but it would have had a dramatic change because I would have Mm -hmm. gained from that experience that day yeah right so okay. uh, so there are two options i'll give the new starters who are just completed their education of engineering and don't i mean thinking about starting their own business so try and do a job for at least two or three years it will give you a good perspective and it will help you generate ideas as well look at real life problems that other companies are solving number one if you don't mm. think that job is for you then make sure you get a very, very experienced mentor to help you out. Get them on board so that they can guide you through that entire process and you can benefit from (laughs) that experience. That's what my suggestion would be for uh, fresh graduates today. Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, I got the answer for my question. And there is one more thing. Like, there's a lot of startup culture going on around the world, and entrepreneurship is in the most trending field of career. And apart from the era of this uh, fake entrepreneurship, and even we can term this as a fake entrepreneurship area because people are chasing the money and the fame. So, is it a yeah. right way of picking up their career option?
1: See. Uh... I would answer this in a very different form. If money is a motivator and that's why you're jumping into startup culture, then Hmm. uh, I really doubt that you will be able to make money.
0: Okay.
1: It's a contradicting statement, but Mm -hmm. try and understand my perspective. If you are chasing money, you will not have money in your hand
0: okay so them. our actions our actions will be like the sh- chasing all those short term gains we will not going to look at the long term exactly. vision of the organization
1: yeah got it exactly the moment you start chasing money money is going to be running in front of you and you'll never be able to catch it okay mm-hmm. but if you if you are starting up your business for a very different reason for example if you are starting up a business because you see a problem You see a problem Mm -hmm. and you want to solve that problem for a customer. And you want to deliver that value. Then suddenly what will happen is you are chasing the value. You are chasing to deliver that value to the customer. And what will happen is the money will be chasing you from behind to catch up to you. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So in the startup culture uh mm-hmm. what you need to think what everybody who is listening to this and the who want to become an entrepreneur or deciding between a job versus an entrepreneurship if you if money is a motivator and that is the only motivator make sure you take a job today okay. because entrepreneurship is not easy yeah it is why not said, glorious you, as it seems and why
0: you think like entrepreneurship is not easy
1: my entrepreneurs, uh, trust me, I've been through three companies, this is my third company, and I still don't mm-hmm. consider myself successful. Oh, my God. Yeah, even though from the outside world, from when you look at me, uh, mm-hmm. I would I would understand why you would think that I am successful. And in certain ways, I am. I'm not saying I'm not. But in my eyes, it was a very, very tough journey. It was not easy at all. So earlier I made the same mistakes that most uh, engineering students make where I Mm -hmm. was chasing money earlier when I was 21, 22, 23, I was chasing Mm -hmm. money and I would never catch up to money. Yeah. But suddenly when I started realizing that, look, this is the value I can deliver to my customer and I can change Mm -hmm. my mindset to customer delivery. Suddenly money started chasing me and I stopped chasing money at all
0: okay that's amazing and at what point of time you are, <laughs> does yeah. it
1: make sense or should i clarify something yeah no 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 i,
0: I got the uh, answer for that particular question so at what point of time you have observed that yes i have a lot of entrepreneurial traits and now i want to deliver something to the uh, not to the society like for the exchange of monetary benefit so at what time of point you develop, you identify that you have a lot of entrepreneurial trait inside you
1: uh I I have always been so since 19, 20 years old. I was very clear that uh, see uh, from a background. I come from a very banya family, right? Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship business has been put into our blood from the day one.
0: Okay. Into the thought yeah. process
1: and uh, uh, and generally for me also, uh, I was always uh, i have a firm believer of like attracts like. Okay. You get attracted mm-hmm. to like-minded people. So, I was always attracted Mm -hmm. to business people, what they are doing, how they are doing, how they are making money, how they are actually delivering value, what kind of value Mm -hmm. they are delivering to their customers, uh, how money is being created within the system. So, I was always attracted to that. So, I had a natural inclination towards entrepreneurship. But the moment Mm -hmm. I tweaked my thought process away from money, Mm -hmm. at that point of time, I started becoming successful.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice. And uh, sir, the, the moment for one time I have met you in a LinkedIn local meetup and I have observed mm-hmm. that you we uh, was talking about some few principles that you have related to business. So can you yes. p- go deep little bit about like what are the mm-hmm. principles that you apply in your day-to-day business activities?
1: Yeah. See, uh, uh, the principles that I have uh, are, are mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, these are being uh, what should I say inspired by a uh, very very uh, very very known person uh, his name is Ray Dalio okay Ray Dalio has a he has a book called Principles and uh, you can search him also it's a amazing book very 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 high level book uh, Ray Dalio is uh, hmm. chairman uh, co-chairman of Bridgewater Investing which uh, which, which generally handles I've, I think somewhere around 600 billion dollars today as of right now okay, okay. Mm-hmm. it's a huge uh, it's a huge organization right now uh, thinking about that when i, I mean i came across uh, ray dalio's principles somewhere around in 2014 2015 so i decided to mm-hmm. pen down some of them for myself that what kind of principles i believe in in terms speci- especially mm-hmm. in terms of business and uh, i didn't copy paste his i was very clear that i'm going to make my own depending on what i Uh, I hold dear to myself in terms of principles that I carry and what would do I look for while doing business within, you know, with somebody else, right? So uh, there are, there are eight principles I adhere to. The first Mm -hmm. one is very simple. It is give credence to honesty and total transparency. I'm going to repeat that give credence Mm -hmm. to honesty and total transparency. Mm-hmm. I am brutally honest in business. Okay. Yeah. I say it as is. I don't hide mm-hmm. things across because I personally believe that uh, if you are not telling the entire truth, then you're not saying the truth at all. Okay.
0: You can,
1: you can <laughs> think about it. Yeah. If I give you a partial yeah. truth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if I give you a partial truth, is it going to be true? It will, going not, it will definitely going, not going to
0: solve the purpose. Yes. It is of so, course a part of a lie.
1: It is, I won't call it a, a lie, but uh, you're, you're trading in the gray zone, which I don't like to trade on. It is, it is a trust that is going to get broken at some point of time. So I rather be brutally honest and clear in the first go when I'm doing business. That is my mm-hmm. first. Okay. My second principle, be accountable of your words and actions okay if i tell minesh minesh we're going to have a conference call at uh, 130 and mm-hmm. i don't show up that becomes a problem because i am okay. not accountable for my words and actions there could yeah. be problems anywhere so what how how i generally deal with this kind of stuff is that uh, wherever i feel that my accountability of my of my words are going to come into question i try mm-hmm. and create a dialogue with the other person for example, on a daily basis, this happens, right? Hmm. <coughs> let's say uh, somebody... Uh, let's say I owe monies to somebody. Let's say, Minesh, okay. I owe you some money, okay? Yeah. Fairly good reason where Minesh would call me up and he's like, he's going to ask, right? Minesh will call me up and ask me, me Pranav, where will you pay me? You'll ask that, yeah. right? When can yeah, I expect exactly. a payment, term? The payment from you? I generally will not give you a timeline unless i am really 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 in terms of 100% sure that that money is going to reach you on that particular day
0: okay
1: i will be it would take you let's say i don't know when i can pay you that money then i will not commit mm-hmm. a date just to get rid of you okay uh, in yeah. 4 days i'll give you money Array, where will the money come from in 4 days are you sure that money is going to be there minesh mm-hmm. Please call me back yeah. in three days and I'll let you know if, I'm in a, if I have money in my hand. You're not giving me a time. That's okay. Minesh, please call me back in four mm-hmm. days and I mm-hmm. might have the money in my hand.
0: Excellent, sir. And Excellent. generally
1: what will happen is Minesh will not will have to call me on the fourth day. On the fourth yeah. day, I will call Minesh up. Minesh, look, money is not here. Can you? I will, I will probably call you back in the next three more days. It is expected. I will call you back. So, Minesh is also okay. concerned, oh, okay, Pranav is calling me. I don't have to call him.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the other party chasing me now.
1: Yes, I am chasing Minesh, that Minesh, I am going to give you your money, but mm-hmm. please bear with me. I am going to give you this to you. So, I have seen tremendous results because of this accountability of words and actions. Because then Minesh okay. has an inherent Trust on me that no Pranav is responsible, and he's working with me very, very responsibly.
0: Yeah, and if if we talk about businesses, the trust is the number one uh, factor that plays that will going to uh, set us on the path of the success. And I guess this uh, your
1: principle is definitely going to like uh, serve a lot of purpose in that. Correct. Enhancing that accountability, enhancing that trust. So accountability Mm -hmm. of words and actions enhance that trust within business.
0: Okay, and what okay. is your the third principle?
1: So my third principle: always have skin in the game.
0: Yeah, I heard about it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so okay, what do what do I mean by that? So generally these days, okay, startups you talked about, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of startups uh, they want to raise investor money, but they don't yeah. want. If you ask them, get would you put your money into the business? They would say, no, I don't want to put my money into the business. Hmm. There's no skin in the game. You expect exactly. somebody else to put skin in the game, and you don't want to put skin in the game, then how can we trust you?
0: Okay. Yeah, the moment I've uh like listened from you, this principle. I've been following this from a long time, long time back. Even with this podcasting, I was like, what is the thing that uh I'm lo- I'm putting from my hand? What if the guest didn't appear? Then I identify that. Bro, I'm missing a lot of the things. And now I, I, I've i put a scheme in the game. The moment I have, uh, it happened with us also. Like, I have missed a one time slot. So, for mm-hmm. that, like, uh, even I, I realized after a, after a moment that, man, you yeah, have made a mistake.
1: So, this this principle definitely is also providing benefit to me. See, when somebody else, when the, to both the parties, when, yeah. let's say, Anna, if you talk about this podcast, right? When you mm-hmm. have skin in the game and when I have skin, mm-hmm. the, skin in the game, we wo- both will work mutually towards a goal to protect yeah. the skin that we have put in. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, if mm-hmm. somebody hasn't put skin in the game and suddenly if I have put the entire skin in the game, it is so easy for the other party to just walk off from that entire transaction. Exactly. Yeah, nice. And I have seen losses happening because of that tremendous mm-hmm. so if i get a business proposal oh uh, you know what i'll keep 50% you keep 50% uh, i will not put in any money you put in the entire money but i will do uh, the entire job and uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll share the profits i'm like you know what i don't i don't invest in businesses like that okay yeah. Because he has zero skin. Tomorrow, I don't know how to run the business. I just I'm telling you to myself that I'm a poor executioner. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I start a business okay. with that guy, and that guy just walks mm-hmm. away because he has zero skin in the game. What do I do?
0: You will lose your money. Yeah. This is I will
1: a... lose my money because I can't run that business. I don't know how mm-hmm. to run that business. Yeah. There's got no it. skin, and he can easily walk away from the business. Yeah, exactly. And and I guess the
0: major losses occur due to the the partner's conflict occurs due to this reason only because
1: they don't have built a scheme in the game in their organization. Correct. Correct. If both partners have brought in equitable skin, then they can't, mm-hmm. both of them cannot walk off. The both, yeah. uh, they have to raise that baby together.
0: Mm-hmm and no matter what how many like conflicts they will have they will not going to walk away in this particular
1: situation they can't they can't they definitely at least will try to uh, raise that baby together and try to solve the problems together yeah and what are the, what is your fourth principle my fourth principle always believe in the long term okay so people think uh, two years okay whenever you talk about startups right so investors ask okay when will you give me an exit three years four years two years five years if somebody asks me when do you want an exit you know what my statement is yeah never never i don't want an exit yeah and
0: why why you don't want want an exit 20
1: years 30 years
0: okay Uh, and that's why i need to exit
1: tell me and i will exit
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's why I guess you uh, invest in the companies who have their strong foundations.
1: Correct, correct, correct. And when I when I when when I when I say long term, uh, I don't uh, I think decades. I don't think mm-hmm. months. I don't think years. I think decades. Can I work with this person for fifteen years? Can I work with this person for thirty years? That is what my okay. mind thinks about. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, so and next principle, which is called uh, be the last to exit. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I am the last to exit. So let's say when I have a partner, let's say you are my partner where you have trusted me with your money. Let's say ILS wealth manages a lot of money, right? Uh, Where we have Mm -hmm. our own money and we have our co-investors money. So we will never do where we exit first and we keep you hanging, keep the investors hanging. We never do that. Okay. We'll be the last to exit. आपका पहला पैसे आपका पैसा पहले बाहर निकलेगा और फिर मेरा पैसा निकलेगा कोई बात नहीं मेरे को नुकसान होगा ना कोई बात नहीं आप पहले निकलो that is okay. Oh it's my fair.
0: god sir to because be honest I haven't me.
1: yeah
0: yeah to be honest I haven't seen this kind of mindset in today's era where people are like just chasing the money like just they just wanted their part to be first that's that's amazing sir that spirit that you're carrying.
1: Because it's a, see, as, as I said, if uh, about 10 years back or 12 years back, I probably had the similar mindset that you're already referring towards. That, oh, I need to be safe. I need to, uh, uh, I need my money first. All those things are mm-hmm. there. They were there. But then I was chasing money. The moment I changed my mindset, the money is chasing me.
0: Okay, and sir, did uh like is there any situations when you lose your money due to this principle? Yeah, of course we do.
1: Of course we do. Okay. We have. And
0: don't you feel like you need to change this
1: principle because this is not da- providing no, 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 not at all. Okay. The reason, see, I'll tell you what happens. I'll give you an example. One of my projects, uh, losses happen in business. It's a day-to-day process of a business. Sometimes there is going to be, have, uh, there are sometimes going to be profits. Sometimes there are going to be losses. It depends how many times you come out in profit and how many times you come out in losses. Okay. Now, okay. uh, One, uh, yeah. so generally my ratio of profit versus loss is anywhere between 80 to
0: 20%. Okay.
1: So 80% of the time, I will come out in profits. 20% of the time, I will come out in losses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. the day I came out in loss of, let's say, so this particular company we had invested in and we, have, we had invested of somewhere around 1.5 crores with that particular organization. And uh, mm-hmm. the organization was not doing very well. Uh, we tried to help them to a certain level, but uh, uh, we ended up with a loss of about 20-22 lakh rupees out of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, my investor didn't lose any money. Technically, they had earned about 50 lakh rupees from me, my investors. Okay? Yeah. And uh, technically, I could have gone to them and said, Ki, look, you have earned 50 lakh rupees. You take uh, let's uh, take some hit on this. Mm-hmm. Aapne mm-hmm. hai se, you take uh, You already will still would have earned 30 lakh rupees and uh, you know, how about you take this loss on your books? I didn't mm-hmm. go and do that. I took the loss on my hand. That is okay. Okay. You know why I did that? Why? You know why I did that? No. <laughs> after that in uh, after that entire loss situation happened, after 15 days, I went to the same investor. So I paid all my investors, whatever that was required. Correct? So my mm-hmm. investors were happy. Yeah. I took the loss okay. of 20 lakh rupees. So generally, that 20 lakh rupees went from my profits. I didn't lose money, money. I didn't lose capital on it. I lost uh, okay. profits onto this. Right? After Mm -hmm. 15 days, I went to the same investor saying, I need another 1.5 crores for investment. Are you interested?
0: Okay. Can you believe what he would have said?
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: Because you have developed that level of trust and like that person know you very well that the pranav sir has a different mindset regarding the money, is not chasing the money only.
1: I'll tell you very frankly, if that investor gives me 1.5 crores in his hand, the 20 lakh mm-hmm. rupees that I have lost, I earn it back in seven months. Oh my
0: god. From yeah. his money. <laughs> so you're obeying, literally. I don't want to yeah. lose
1: that power. I don't want to lose that power. So when you say that, do you want to be, do you want to change this principle? Never. Because it brings in a power that you cannot imagine mm-hmm okay
0: again it comes down to your the fourth point that you are looking at a long-term vision rather than the short-term
1: plan correct correct now okay. think about this i'll give you another example uh covid okay. happened right yeah covid happened in uh, in march and it went on till the lockdown happened and april may june almost uh, april and may two months we were in shutdown shutdown yeah exactly right yeah uh how many, I'm sure you've been listening that a lot of companies are in trouble and all that thing is happening, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. The right? ch- closing June they're out, 1st, we opened up. Yeah, June okay. 1st, the entire economy started opening up. Do you mm-hmm. know, uh, can you believe how difficult it is to raise money post-COVID? Can you imagine? Yeah, that? I can
0: understand that. Yeah, like even I have framed this question in this episode,
1: for this episode. Mm. Right. Now, let me give you an example. June 8th. I rose. A, I, I was able to raise a single cheque of one crore just in a half an hour meeting. Do you know that?
0: No, Mr. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know how that's, I have been that's...
1: able to do that? For basically, for specifically because of these these kind of questions, I mean, these kind of principles that principles. I yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so, so it again, has its own problem? benefits.
1: So it's it, they, hmm. they don't lead to losses. Yeah.
0: So again, I think the point comes down to the building uh our goodwill in the market. And all these principles are working on that direction. Did you think that?
1: Correct. Okay. Yes, correct. Now, okay. my uh, my sixth principle is use investor capital responsibly.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So if I'm if I come to Minesh and I say that Minesh, you co-invest with me and uh, Mm -hmm. I'm putting in some money, you are putting in some money, then I -hmm. will actually use that money very, very responsibly. I will never be irresponsible with that money.
0: Okay. But the case Uh, happens differently with the startups because they sometimes happen, they miss using the capital. They like invest a lot in the office. That is not that
1: mandatory. Correct. And we... Don't, uh, that's why we, I mean, you know, uh, once I go through the entire process of telling you the principles, that's why they lose out. Imagine a startup founder raising money and then disappearing to Switzerland for two, you a know, two months on a vacation. Oh my God. Can you imagine yeah. that?
0: Yeah. Imagine a imagine startup like- founder raising, <laughs> uh, Yeah, even I think like that's why I've uh, that's why I was like asking one question like, what are the things that you look
1: before investing in any business? I'll explain that that will come at the end, so I'll explain that. So, imagine can you imagine a startup founder, uh, Hmm. let's say he raised one crore rupee, goes tomorrow and put buys a twin, buys a SUV of 33 lakhs rupees out of that uh, invested money capital? Can you imagine that?
0: In no way like to be honest from, from a point of view of investor this will not the right use of the capital they have put into their
1: business exactly so in my case I am very clear I will use investor capital responsibly I believe in mm-hmm. good debt I don't believe in bad debt so for me what is good debt if Minesh has given me 1 crore rupees of his money mm-hmm. and if yeah, exactly. I am generating if I have to pay Minesh 1 lakh rupee every month for it Am I generating one point five lakh rupees out of it every month? For me, that is good debt. I will earn one point five lakh rupees out of it. I will give you one lakh rupee from it, and I'll keep the fifty thousand. Nice, that's nice. That's what I do. Okay. Okay. My seventh, uh, my seventh mm-hmm. uh, principle: maintain financial discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get this one. I, it, it yes that is the most important financial discipline is that uh, you use the money where it is supposed to be used properly mm-hmm. and keep track of it on a very daily basis make sure that it is uh, you are maintaining that discipline the way it should be maintained
0: yeah even uh, sir i was reading somewhere that the airlines business are at the top for generating a lot of cash flows and they, they are like say they are operating for 10 15 20 years and they are generating a really great amount of cash flows but due to just two months of lockdown, they went on a situation where they wanted to shut their operations. So I guess the the they are not relying on this principle. They are using the buyback shares to feed the pockets of their uh, company members. Do you think so? See, this I, principle correctly
1: see yeah. uh, this is one of the this is the cornerstone of uh, this is one of the cornerstones of mana my, uh, my entire financial existence financial discipline is one thing that needs to be maintained if i don't maintain financial discipline I will get destroyed tomorrow but okay. if i maintain keep on maintaining this financial discipline you will see one is to i mean you'll see twice thrice or three times three 3x growth every year on year i would that's what mm-hmm. i personally believe yeah and
0: that's what we are okay. uh, we are experiencing in the market
1: correct you're right now to answer your question you asked me that question that uh, what do you look at before investing okay. into somebody correct <laughs> yeah that is where my eighth principle come in my principle says only invest with people and businesses who share your who share your values okay only okay. invest with people and it? businesses, and e- including the top seven principles. Okay.
0: So, so can you can you go a little bit deep about this principle?
1: So, what we do is, let's say if Minesh comes to me, and let's say if you come and ask me for money, right? That okay, would you invest in yeah. this business? We okay. tentatively, when I am judging you, I am judging you based on this particular yardstick, the seven principles mm-hmm. that are listed on the top
0: hmm Okay.
1: And if you adhere to all those principles, then you become an investable material for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And as you said, it is very difficult to maintain all these principles. Okay. So, Minesh, yeah, even... who, let's say if you put yourself into, into shoes of an investor,
0: yeah.
1: would you want to invest with somebody who is dishonest and not transparent?
0: Never. Literally, no one is going to like uh, you, want their money to be at risk.
1: Right? Uh, would you want to yeah. invest with somebody who is not accountable to their words and actions?
0: No, never.
1: Would you want to invest with somebody who's just, who is just where you are putting in all the money as and he is not bringing any skin in the game?
0: No. Okay. Would you invest
1: with somebody who is not thinking long term?
0: <laughs> no, Never.
1: Would you invest with somebody who is the first to exit that,
0: <laughs> then hell no. Like, we're not going to see the face of that person again.
1: Right? Would you invest yeah. with somebody who is not using your money responsibly?
0: No, he's purchasing SUV. <laughs> yeah, got it. From your
1: money. Would you, yeah. would you invest with somebody who is not financially disciplined?
0: never because sooner or later his uh his company is going to get vanished Right. okay sir Did yeah i got it the, do
1: you get a yeah. question
0: <laughs> all of them all of them <laughs> to be honest uh, sir in the conversation of like just 45 minutes i'm like Ma, you brainwashed me literally you brainwashed me and never learned anything in this my entire three years duration of a business administration degree and, uh, sir, I wanted there to know what, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to, know, uh, like what, know one more thing. Like, is there any point of time when you feel like, uh, I'm experiencing a lot of low days. I'm not feeling at that level of energy. And if yes, how you cope up with that particular situation?
1: See, uh, yes, I do feel it that, that way. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I continuously, to a certain extent, I have felt that, you know, I could grow faster. But then mm-hmm. I personally believe that uh, I've learned, honestly, to believe, uh, believe it in my head that, you know, everything happens for a reason. Okay. And I've actually yeah. personally experienced that in a very different way. So even mm-hmm. the slow period in your time that you're getting, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, enjoy that. Because you okay. never know when you will get that period again.
0: Okay. And do you think like you have to take some kind of learning from the, from that period?
1: Yes, always. When the, the, during the slow period, you, you are actually forced to think. Can you imagine mm-hmm. thinking on the go, you know, when you are running like you're running you know, like 100 miles, I mean, you know, 30 miles an hour or you know, 10 kilometers an hour, 20 kilometers an hour. Can you think while you're running?
0: Mm, no, we can't.
1: Right, because you you are concentrating on your entire body is concentrating on running. Correct? Yeah. Okay. But when mm-hmm. you are walking slowly, when it is a slow process, can you think? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we can even like we'll get a lot of headspace to think about the things that we are doing it in a wrong way or what good things we can do.
1: Correct. Right. So, uh, Not uh, the slow periods are not bad periods. We just need Mm -hmm. to use them wisely.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I guess this happened with all of us in the past two months. Like we have got a lot of uh, time to think about, and we are not at the same time. We are not running. We are just walking, and some of some of people are just standing still.
1: Correct. Now, uh, think about this. During COVID, you got you as you mentioned, you got two months to think about it. There were two ways you could have done something. You could have thought, mm-hmm. use that uh, time positively or you could have used that time cribbing about things, ki, oh, there is COVID, I have nothing to do, I have this problem, I have this problem, I have that problem. How does mm-hmm. it help? But if you think positively, automatically your entire uh, being goes towards positive rather than negative. So the moment COVID happened, COVID ended, I I don't see any kind of negativity anywhere in business today. At least exactly. in my business, I don't. Yeah
0: yeah even like people turn I their minds and they're the like yeah i got i got the answer and even we have observed that the people are like executing their businesses with a high pace because they now realize that we can't live without uh doing our hustle do you think that this happening around the world
1: see uh, it's a it's a very individualistic mindset. I would say that it depends on individual to individual. Some are positive, some are negative, some have created uh, created opportunities out of COVID. A lot of things have happened, but I, I think it's uh, it depends on an individual to individual how they take the slow period and how they take the fast period. If you get used to the fast period ever, uh, all the time, then uh, you, you'll probably be de- depressed when uh, the slow period comes in. But if you Uh, if you are equally happy during slow and fast periods, then uh, Mm -hmm. honestly, you will be a happy person overall, I would say.
0: Okay. Cool, sir. And uh, uh, complying to the last question that I want to ask, like, what piece of advice you will give to anyone who is just starting out in their career?
1: See, uh, go with a positive mindset uh, rather than, uh, you know, as I said, That keep a mindset where it is not a money mindset, but it is a Mm. value delivery mindset to a customer. The moment you start thinking that way, your entire uh, thought process will change. If you can Mm -hmm. adhere and you should adhere to these principles that I talk about, uh, it will really, you'll see a difference uh, from, it's a painful process, trust me. It is not easy Mm -hmm. to be honest every single day. It is not easy to keep your words and actions. It is not easy to bring skin in the game always. It is not easy to Mm -hmm. think long-term. You know, when I think long-term, sometimes I feel, oh, yeah, this is going to happen in 10 years. Uh, I have Mm -hmm. have, you know, I don't see a rocket growth in last three years. I feel that way sometimes. But then I come back Mm -hmm. to say, okay, but it's a short, short way. It's a longer route, but it's a short, short way.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, sir. I hope like our listeners will get a tons of insight from this episode because this episode is backed with a lot of uh, deep educational talk whether it's the field of marketing or a career. And thank you so much, so much, sir, for being on to Modernizing Biz Podcast. Uh, that's it, sir, if you want to add anything from your end.
1: Thank you, Jasminesh. Thank you for having me on the podcast and uh, my website is getting launched uh, very hmm. soon. So, would love others to, I will be, I generally publish a lot of my thoughts onto on LinkedIn and my website on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would you know, have uh, like people to uh, visit that at some point and uh, uh, keep on following me on there if they want more insight and happy to talk to anybody, happy to talk to anybody, wherever that is, uh, if somebody wants to talk to me.
0: Okay, guys, you will get the link for Pranav Sir's LinkedIn handle onto the description box of the podcast thank you so much sir for being on here it means the world to me
1: thank you thank you Manish. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me here
0: yeah hey guys it means the world to me that you stay till end i hope you get some value out of this episode before going make sure you do your bit by uh, hitting the follow and subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening it on whether it's google podcast apple podcast geo or spotify Thank you so much once again for tuning into Modernizing Biz Podcast.